After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Free yourself from prostate prison. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today... No, really, what's coming up today? Oh, uh, bad premise. <laughs> bad premises. Uh, I started thinking, I've seen a few ads lately where... I just think that the premise of the commercial, or maybe sometimes the the uh, the use case for the product, is kind of a broken idea. Mm-hmm. And I want to get your take on a few of these. All right, and I'm looking forward to watching them. Plus, we will check in with the ad council. We apparently set out another challenge last week for our listeners, yeah, which I forgot about until one listener responded <laughs> in force. And I'm very excited. I, to, I, well, should I just say what the premise was? Yeah. Apparently, I don't remember how. I don't remember why. There was a Stephen Wright joke. There was a Stephen Wright joke that came up, which led me to think of Mitch Hedberg, another yeah. very kind of dry delivery comedian, sadly no longer with us. And yeah. somehow I said to the ad council, hey, if you can do a Mitch Hedberg impression, you know, call in doing your impression of him doing commercials, apparently. I don't remember this. Like, you really it, don't? It, it, like, vaguely. I remember why it came up now, because Stephen Wright was brought up. And we did our, we tried to do our impressions that, of Stephen Wright. Right. So, I, but anyway, I was, I was happy today when I opened up the email and I saw a bunch of um, audio attachments from one... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Enthusiastic listener <laughs> who does a Mitch Hedberg impression <laughs> and really applied it to a lot this. of different products. So that's, <laughs> that is a lot of fun. Also, before we get into the proper part of the show today, there was something I wanted to share with you and the audience, Veeves. And um, I unfortunately don't remember the, the listeners who put this on my radar, but a couple of different people sent this to me. And it is a website called my 80s TV dot com mm-hmm. and what this is is it's like a it's like a virtual television set it's not like youtube where you can just like choose a video and watch it and skip around and go back to the beginning it is a virtual television set that has all 80s programming and it's just like on all the and time and it's just kind of on you can switch through the channels and there's a channel that is all tv commercials there's one that's all soap operas wow. there's one that's all so here i'm going to open this up now i don't know how well this is going to work i thought we could maybe build a show around it like maybe the ads that they play but the thing is like again there's no there's no stopping, there's no starting, yeah. and so we I can't I love that prep it mirrors it. or it recreates the experience of watching TV in the 80s, which was you turn the TV on, and that's what you were watching on TV. Exactly. The one thing that I would say is it would be fun if like the commercials were mixed in with the programming, if it wasn't a yeah. separate. But let's see, you can and you can choose to like kind of turn off certain channels too if you want. But you got cartoons, comedy, commercials, drama, game shows, kids programming, movies, music. Um, anyway, there's tons of them. And one of them, another one that it would be of our interest is trailers, TV trailers. Um, and so what I'm going to do here is um, I'm going to turn on. I'm going to turn on the TV by hitting this button here. Now, it started on the music channel. We're watching a video for Papa Don't Preach, but I'm just going to flip until we get to the... Here we go. 
and only four calories a glass. She believes in crystallites. Because I believe in me. So that I'm just on the ads station now, so it'll be nothing but ads from the 80s. I'm assuming this is all pulled from stuff that is, I'm guessing, on YouTube, but I don't know for sure. I'm astounded at how this functions. Yeah. Like, it's so wild that it just is, it's just always on. I don't know, like, is it on a loop, uh, even a big loop? I believe that Crystal Light ad that you just heard, uh-huh. by the way, starred... Um, a pretty famous soap opera actress whose oh. name is escaping me, but oh, really? uh, I think she was maybe from Dynasty. It the that whole commercial looked familiar to me, like I'd seen it before in the past. Let's take a listen. This is a guy in a bad snowstorm. Factory is now for the first choice of the largest selection of winter coats and jackets in the country. What every member of your family needs to keep warm. I remember these Burlington Coat Factory commercials. All they showed was just like almost like stock footage of people being miserable yeah. in like Cleveland level winter <laughs> weather. Like it's not like there's nothing romantic about the shots. It's just like people fighting the wind and the just terrible looks of snow. Because Lamps Plus is having a big sale. Get me a small desk lamp or something. Uh, be creative. It's easy to be creative during the January clearance at Lamps. Anyway, I won't do this for the whole show, but that businessman had some major... Um, not Paul Rudd, but Paul Reiser energy there. Um, uh, let me just see quickly if I can find the trailers station because this was great. You have like TV commercials for like made-for-TV movies. You have uh, trailers for... Um, VHS uh, releases that you've never heard of before. It just really runs the gamut. I remember Mousterpiece Theater. Is that what this is? Mousterpiece Theater? Yeah. It's a... Hosted by George Plimpton, it says. <laughs> God, what a time to be alive. I wonder if some wires got crossed here. This seems more like the intro to... What is it? Mousterpiece Theater? Time once more to Peru. Oh. Now it just abruptly changed into a different commercial. It just did that on its own? Yeah, I didn't okay. do that. So. Excitement and magic of Disneyland After Dark. I'm Jim McCrell. And I'm Catherine Lee. Scott. Anyway, um, I don't know how much that's paying off for the listeners, but if you are, like, listen, this show is about TV commercials, but it's also about me getting older and my midlife crisis and yeah. trying to recreate an 80s uh, lifestyle for myself with Walkmen and what have you. <laughs> and so if you share any of that or you just want to play around with it, look for it. It's called My 80s TV. And 80s, by the way, is 80s. So my80stv.com and, and play along. And I'm sorry if I got distracted, but it, I looked it up and that was Linda Evans from Dynasty doing the Crystal Light commercial. Oh, Linda Evans, who I get confused with Wonder Woman. Uh, Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Yeah, okay. Different, 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 different people. But... You got to give it to me. Both named Linda. Yes. Not even spelled the same, but both named Linda. Really? Is one of them with a Y? I think Linda Carter's with a Y. Really? I think so. Huh. Anyway, let's uh, talk about TV commercials with bad premises. All right. What's up first? Let's start with this one for Mio. Do you know what Mio is? Is that the water stuff? Yes, it's the water enhancer. And it's I like it's little droplets that you put in regular water yeah. to make it change color and flavor. Yeah, it's zero calories, but it, it makes water into Gatorade or not even Gatorade, just like flavor water. Somehow that's never appealed to me. Like, you know me. 
when I'm working in the backyard, I will drink gallons of Gatorade. Yeah. Like, I drink a lot of water during the day, but, like, honestly, I love Gatorade. Um, but the idea of just taking regular water and putting a couple of drops of it into your water bottle holds no appeal to me, and I don't know why. Yeah, the premise that Mio has, like, their whole um, – the whole premise of their their product and their whole business uh, model is that everyone – fucking hates water <laughs> that is, that's right i've seen some of these it's, it's like oh and water that's what makes again me laugh so much and so water for dinner again water for dinner again and let me say like i'm not a great water drinker um, no you get it all over the place every time you try <laughs> just, you're no, you terrible know, like, at it everyone every person who knows about health will tell you to drink more water than a person can actually consume in a day. There's new science out on that, by the way. The New York Times had oh, a really great piece thing. being like, no, drink when you're thirsty. Drink when you're yeah. thirsty. Periodically, somebody gets like, mm-hmm. but like I used to go to see a mas- massage therapist and while she was beating me up, she would tell me that I was not drinking, that I, I needed to be drinking just like an insane amounts of water in order to be healthy. And um, I... I've never been a huge water drinker. I got to be a little bit more of a good water drinker by having um, first LaCroix and then uh, Soda Stream, mm-hmm. which I wear like I make my own kind of like, you know, janky bubbly LaCroix, water. bubbly yeah. waters. But, you know, I get so all is all of this is to say like and I have actually used Mio like it, it, it does turn water into juice basically except no calories and did it tastes good for some reason it always just seems so yeah and again i don't know why like when i was a kid we would make kool-aid right. and that was just adding sugar and and flavoring to water but there's something that like yeah i said gatorade earlier i should have said kool-aid like buying gatorade in a bottle is one thing but then just taking my like tap water and putting a couple of drops of what looks like food coloring in it yeah. to me just doesn't if i don't know why my my head can't get around it well it's fine. I mean, it is obviously a sugar substitute because it's zero calories. So the sweetness has a little bit of a chemical quality to it. But, you know, whatever, it's fine. Like if you if you want a, something that has more has flavor, but you don't want to have the calories of juice or mm-hmm. soda or whatever. Like, I don't think Mio is a terrible idea because sometimes I do want to hydrate, but I don't feel like having a, a, you know, a glass of water. It's pretty, you know, it's it's pretty bland. It's water. But what I don't understand and what makes this commercial to me such a bad premise is that if you've ever been truly thirsty, like you've just run or you've just been out in the, you know, you've been out in a hot sun Mm -hmm. or you've just you're really, truly thirsty, a cold drink of water in that scenario, I I can't think of anything Mm -hmm. more enjoyable than that. You know, I mean, it's like it's so visceral to Mm -hmm. me. And so, you know, I mean, like it's it's literally like innate to the human condition yeah. to drink water it in feels that like circumstance. Life. Whereas like if I'm sitting in my my boring you know uh fluorescent cubicle lit or, cubicle yeah. I could see maybe not wanting to have a water and wanting something with a little more flavor. Mm-hmm. So the premise of this ad is that you've got a guy on a castaway style uh survive like raft that he's somehow like cobbled together mm-hmm. and he's lost at sea and he's out in the baking sun and he's dying of thirst and then a bottle of water floats up to him he's obviously very thirsty surrounded by salt water a bottle of fresh water floats up to him and then he sees it is like happy for a second and then is like oh bummer just it's just water and then another couple and he doesn't drink it he doesn't drink it and at that point you hear another uh, voice i'm just gonna narrate this so you know what's happening 
another voice uh, arrives and it's a couple in a, one of those paddle boats. So, yeah. you know, it's sort of like a funny juxtaposition, right? Like they're yeah. just out for a paddle boat uh, and they toss him some Mio and now he's happy. And even when they offer to help get him off his raft, he's like, he's happy. He doesn't need any help because he's got flavored water. But the bad premise is that water is good in some scenarios. Yes. It's like, like Mio just has this like really broken idea that everyone just hates hates water. There's no circumstance. Like even if you were just literally dying of thirst, you would want water that tastes more like juice. Here, let's take a listen to this commercial. Just water. He tosses it away. Hello! No, this is the new couple. Catch! Mio. They toss him from their little cute paddle boat that you might see, like... At Green little, Lake or yeah, something. Yeah, swan pond of some sort. Um, then they toss him that little, uh, little container of Mio. Hop on! I'm good. I think something's wrong with him. Water tastes like, well, water. Is that what we fixed? So I kind of talked over it. The guy says, hop on. He says, no, I'm good, because he's happy now on his raft with his water with Mio in it. I actually think that there's something wrong with him also sort of belies the commercial, too. That seems like a weird... Yes, I agree. That that just seems like a weird joke there that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like the... The they, whole thing is kind of just The whole off. thing is sort of off. Like the couple in the paddle boat... Either either the commercial needs to go with the idea that these that there's a hilarious juxtaposition of a guy on a raft far out to sea and and also there's a couple that can paddle boat up to him, which mm-hmm. suggests that they're not very far from land. I think that's a funny juxtaposition. I don't mind the incongruity of it. But for the couple on the paddle boat to then treat his predicament as being literal kind of like messes up the joke. Oh. Even if he had just said, nah, I'm good and drank and looked happy, you just don't need... There's something wrong then, with Because the, yeah. the, at least if you stop there, the point is, Mio is so good that you're happy to be on a makeshift raft in the middle of nowhere. As um, long as you have, as long as you have flavored it. water. But then when the other guy says, I think there's something wrong with him, then it takes away from the message of what they're trying to do I with agree. that final thing. It, that's really dumb. I think the whole thing is, it's like... It just misses. Not to sound like Luke, but that probably was something where they maybe tried a whole bunch of different ones and stuck <laughs> with it. I know he says that all the time. Anytime there's a joke that doesn't work, right? He's like, oh, he's like, oh, that was an ad lib. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but it does sort. You know, there might have been various versions of things, yeah. and like, cause that just does not make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, and and again, like, I think there are legitimate premises where water sounds boring and bad, and a little flavor and a little color in your water is going to liven things up. But a scenario in which, and they kind of do a good job of making it seem like pretty desperate, you know? Mm -hmm. And so a scenario in which the thought of a cool drink of fresh water sounds just amazing to me. And then he pours like this red, you know, droplets. It looks like food coloring. It basically looks like he pours food coloring in it. It's actually off-putting. It is. Now, I know it wouldn't work for this particular commercial because of the scenario, but honestly, I think Mio in general would seem more um, tempting to me if they showed it in a glass of water with ice in it. Mm-hmm. There's something that's always just like still water yeah. without ice. And, and for it me, blooms drinking... in it like blood, honestly. And that doesn't bother me so much, but like for me, when I'm drinking water, like my water bottle right here that I just filled up, 
you can hear that there's ice in there. It's hot, so it's melted pretty quickly. Um, boy, this 20-year-old Rubbermaid water bottle, not 20-year-old. I got this when I went on that hitchhiking adventure. So <laughs> more than five years now, I've yeah. had the one shitty water bottle. But um, anyway, if you made it like here's a glass of water with ice, like I, they, they have to do this thing where the water can't look too appetizing. Right. So maybe you don't have ice in the original one, but then you put Mio in there. I still think you could just do something yeah. where it looks more refreshing with some fresh ice cubes in there. There's a there's a lot of ways I think they're really failing to showcase their product. And they, their slogan, um, water tastes like water, so we fixed it. It's just, there's something perverse about it to me. I can already tell you that I hate this next commercial. I am so it's sick of upsetting. people being like frank about like, hey, our <laughs> new approach is going to be like, we're going to say poop all the time yeah. in our toilet paper commercial or have a pooping unicorn. And this one is all about like, there's so much stuff about like manscaping now, which oh is fine. God. But it's like, I don't even know what this is, but the ballsy B2 trimmer. I'm honestly, we need to talk about your balls. I can tell you already that I hate I'm this. I'm honestly going to give everyone a trigger warning on this one because they talk about in a commercial that I have seen... I'm not sure where I saw this. I'm pretty sure I saw it on a television, by which I mean, I think it was on Hulu or something, which is to say, I don't know that they're showing this on network TV, probably not, but oh. they are not just showing it as YouTube pre-rolls either. Mm -hmm. Like it's on some fairly major platforms. And I like sat up in my chair and was like, what the actual hell yeah. did I just hear? Because they use the phrase uh, ball smell, yeah. which is just, I really think it's a, it's over the line. Um, and my question for you, and this is an honest question, is like, and I know you're not like Mr. Manscape. No, I am not. But the premise of this sh this commercial and this product is that it's just incredibly difficult to maintain your ball hair. That's not a question. And is that true? I guess that's my question. That's, not, that's nothing. That's not. <laughs> just waiting for the question. <laughs> And that, <laughs> to, to answer, answer your, your question, question. Is, well, you'll never make it. <laughs> what was the question? Um, that's not something that, like, my generation, I think, really, yeah. I think that's a younger generation thing. Like, I've these, never, these I've never These young people shaved, are totally yeah. hairless. Um, and that's fine. Like, whatever. By the way, <laughs> I promise you, I am not spying on you, but I happen to be, I think I was in the kitchen when you were, when this commercial came on TV the other day, and I accidentally recorded your reaction to it. <laughs> Forget um, the children. Think of the <laughs> think about the prudish adult adults. women yeah. prudes out there who don't want to hear about ball smell. Anyway, can we just but skip I had to this hear one? It. Nope, What's you the premise? So the premise is that it's that's your, your question. It's like the premise is that it's really really hard to shave down there, and you want to know is that even a decent premise? Yeah. So I assume it is. I mean, I mean, I guess if you're I mean, right, trying to I do mean, it, right in. I guess. How about you don't? No, no, I, no, no. Don't write in. Don't write in. Don't write in. Um, I don't care. I don't care. I don't post about that. it on Facebook. Um, so the 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 story of this commercial is um, we have a very attractive blonde woman, uh, pretty sexily dressed, and she's kind of walking through a I don't know like a like a fake laboratory of a loosely loosely defined laboratory with a bunch of shirtless men in their underwear working on you know 
ball trimming technology. It's called ballsy. It's the actual thing. Huh? And then they sh- and this is a minute long one. There is a thirty second one, which is I think the one I saw when I was watching it on TV. Um, and then she shows all of these. This is the other thing I think is a bad premise. All these like ways that men have to um, contort themselves to to do the trimming, like one the the one arm one legged crane or something where like a guy's up on one leg. One where a guy. <laughs> puts a razor on top of a pommel horse and mm. then like pommel horses himself Oof. around it. Mm. Um, which, and so some of the jokes are kind of funny. Like some of like that part of it actually, I think is kind of funny. Although I question whether it's accurate, but it's just the, the copy is just really crude. Oh, I hate my algorithm now. All of my suggested things totally on YouTube broken. are about ball shaving. I'll hit play on this. It's a minute long. I don't know if I'm sticking around for the whole thing. Guys, we need to talk about your hairy balls. No, Here at Ballsy, we know how hard it can be to keep those furry friends trimmed up right. So, you try the tripod. Ugh. The dancing crane. <laughs> or whatever that is. This is the pommel horse thing. Ooh. That's why we created the new V2 trimmer. It has a unique vertical design that easily gets between your cracks and ball safe blades to prevent cuts. It also comes with two heads so that you can trim your balls or your body without getting ball smell everywhere. And Ew. It's yeah, fully I told you. So you don't need to do this anymore. That's the pommel horse. You just need the new V2 trimmer from Ballsy. Finally, a better way to safely trim your balls. Ugh, I hate men. Well, I don't feel like, like hashtag not all men on this one, I think. I think that one. I think we might finally have a use for that hashtag. I um I don't know. I just <laughs> it's just I've seen other commercials of similar things, and, and again, like I'm, you have a product to sell, and it's so that men can groom themselves the way they want to. There's no, I don't have anything fundamentally. Uh, I'm, I have nothing fundamentally against that. Yeah. Like that's fine, and of course, like you, you can shave wherever you want to shave. Women have been doing it for a long time and, and making actually, their own decisions on that. But like, I don't know. There's just something about this. Like, we got to talk about your hairy balls and your fuzzy <laughs> friends. And like, I don't know why I'm making her Australian. Well, um, I think she was. Something. Was she? She was. Yeah. So, she was something. She was something. Um, but I, I don't know, man. It's just an approach to marketing that's kind of like, oh, it's like all like parenthetically oh we went there I know. I'm like, oh fuck you you the, went there i know i'm the one i'm the first to be scandalized so i know that now i'm, I'm scandalized i'm annoyed. now i'm talking out of both sides of my mouth but um i was just saying to you the other day that like i grew up in a household that was like pretty um pretty conservative when it came to talking about anything bodily and i you know i think that's there's nothing inherently wrong with being that way. But I also, you know, now have friends who like come from di- like a different way of doing things where it's just sort of out in the open and there's no shame really attached. Talking about to- poop and all. We have a group of friends who yeah. can't stop talking about their digestive Always processes. Always talking about their di- di- digestive process. And I, I actually have kind of come around to the idea that like, you know what, actually maybe it's better to just kind of let it all hang out. So... I just don't know where the line is, and this one really took me by surprise. Yeah, for me, I mean, there's definitely something stylistic about this approach specifically to marketing as well. Yeah. Like, it's like this it's, or the, it's so proud oh, the of pooping unicorn yeah. or the whatever the thing was. Yeah. yeah. Not the toy. I'm talking about the, like, the... The uh, Squatty Potty. The Squatty Potty commercials or whatever. But it's, like, always like this, like, oh, really cheeky. Like, we went there. And it's usually, like, a super attractive woman, like you said. Um, I don't know. There's something uh, something off-putting about that to me. 
All right. Well, let's talk about this one for, um, I believe, a health insurer called Humana. Uh, and the premise of this one is uh, that all of these older women are trying out for, they're, try, they're in a casting call for a health insurance commercial. But then postmod in a postmodern twist, they are actually doing a health insurance commercial mm. and they start talking about how even though they all look alike and they're all they're all trying out for this part that needs a certain type of person, Humana treats them like individuals. Is it me or does everyone auditioning for this health insurance commercial look the same? It's not you. Health insurance companies see us all the same. Well, that's not good. Well, except Humana. They see me. After my back surgery, Humana sent a home health nurse for five days, helped me get set up, showed me how to manage my meds, even sent me a week's worth of healthy frozen meals. Get out. Good idea. Better care begins with... So they all get up and they walk out of the um, waiting room for the casting. Which is like... And then the the casting agent steps out and the room is empty. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay... Humana's a good health insurer, but don't you guys, don't you actors need the work? No, they're not going to try to support a company. Oh, that they're, just, they're look taking out for a moral them. stand. Hell yeah. All right. I mean, okay, ladies, I see you. Here's one thing that struck me about that ad, which I had not seen before. Um, I think it's an interesting choice. This is not a criticism at all. But at first, I thought this was going to be one of those ads, which I think you've done a whole show on before, where you have one person kind of playing all of the parts. Yes. You know, we've seen Flo do that, where she plays every member of her family. Isn't that... Yeah. It's called clumping. Yeah, it's called... Cl is that the Eddie Murphy one? Yes. Yeah. Um, wasn't there a Doolittling, too? Is, didn't Dr. Doolittle, doesn't he play a lot of parts in that as well? Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Probably. Anyway, clumping, Doolittling, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> um, to catch a predator. <laughs> Sorry, there's a line in, I think it's Workaholics, and Jillian says, some people call it to catch a predatorying. <laughs> um, anyway, I thought it was going to be that, where you basically have one actor who looks exactly the same, right? But this is not, this is not like that. Actually, you have, they're all different actors in this room. Now, they all have very, they're all of a certain age, and they all have the same haircut, or, yes. or in this case, I think, wigs, right? Right. But it actually is, like, there. some of these women are white, one of them is Asian, one of them is black, and so they're not actually all the same, which I think is a I think is a smart move. You yeah. get the point across without it all having to be they the do a, same person. The point is, the point is that, that they, the point is that they are very different people yeah. who maybe would be viewed by the public or by the health insurer as the same because of superficial things like they're, they're all the same age and they right. all have the same hair and the same glasses. So they do a lot with costuming. Um, but I think it's great that it was a, a colorblind cast. You know what would be interesting would be if... And I'm, I'm kind of taking it... I, I, nobody asked me to fix this commercial. I don't think it's necessarily broken. But um, it would be kind of interesting in a goofier way if you did start the commercial and everybody looks exactly the same. Like it's it's like one actor, right? And yeah. she's playing all the parts and maybe the track suits are slightly different colors, but it's clearly all the same person. But then at the end, there's some like reveal where somebody who represents Humera, is it Humera? Humana? Humana. Somebody who represents Humana comes in and suddenly you realize, oh, these people all are very different. Some are, you know, they're all maybe of a certain age, but some are certainly like very athletic athletic and others are not you know and and whatever and, and like different races and ages and styles and all of that that would be kind of a funny there's commercial. a i'm trying to remember the the product um but there's a there's a commercial out right now for uh, like a home security uh technology or service and it's 
all it's that it's exactly what you're just well i guess uh, it's exactly what you're describing but it's 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 clumping there's a woman who's having an internal monologue with herself where everything she's thinking is being spoken aloud by her coworkers, but her all of her coworkers, male female old young are all played by her uh-huh. in various forms of drag okay and then is there a reveal that they were it's like it, it's the the premise or the the I guess the joke or whatever is that she's in she's at the office but she's distracted and when her boss is talking to her what she's hearing is you probably left the stove on oh I or see. you probably Just, left the door unlocked oh, or somebody's head, stealing of. a package off the off the I stoop see. so that's why you should get whatever this right ring devices or what have you so you can um monitor your house and at not all time. be so distracted when like when when so that every person you talk to isn't just like a voice in your head. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It looks like this next commercial. I have seen this next commercial. This one just kind of baffles Long me. versions and short versions, and I don't know what the hell's going on either. I would love and I it find too. it irritating. I find it a little irritating too, and I just keep waiting for it to like make sense. But yeah. I, that's why I put it in the broken premise uh, uh, category. So this seems mostly like a commercial for biking. First of mm-hmm. all, it's for Lexus, the car. But we mostly we start with um, a pretty serious looking cyclist cresting the top of a hill on his bike and he pauses for a rest and then a car pulls up next to him. And I guess the one thing that the car does that's special is that it uses some sort of like anti-collision technology to not run him over. Oh, I didn't I didn't notice that. But it's okay. like also the we find out then that it's his girlfriend or partner um, who's like she's like teasing him or like you know sort of like you know making fun of him or dunking on him as if they're in a race together but but he's like like in the mountains he's like riding his bike on a mountain road and he's all and they're both like super hot right maybe that's probably one of the reasons too is like it's just like maybe i resent the hotness of this couple they're they're like reasonably hot well he's riding his bike through the mountains and that's something that i should do but anyway (laughs) um well step one step one get a bike (laughs) step two Learn how to ride it. Yeah. Pink two-wheeler, please, for this Toys R Us kid. <laughs> if only I could ride it, there'd be so much I could do. But so That's she, one of the so only she, songs I know all the lyrics to. So she, like, she gives him some shit about, like, not being faster than a car or whatever. And then he says, like, wait till you see me on the downhill. And then she takes off. What game is this that they're playing? Is, is it a some, game or is, is it a weird, weird commute that they have to drive through the mountains and she's coming back from work and he's biking? Like, I think why? it's some kind of weird foreplay. Oh, really? That's my only, that's like the thing that makes the most sense Won't to me. someone please think of the children? <laughs> All right, so I mean, this is a quickie and I think we described it enough. I think it's mostly- They're getting ready be, for a quickie. Yeah, you're just gonna hear, um, I think, some of the, the ambient sounds of this commercial and then at the end she'll be like, yeah, see you at home, sucker, or something like that. Do you want some more? Wait till you see me on the downhill. <laughs> see you at home. Enjoy advanced safety at the Lexus. What? Do you want some more? What? Do you want some more? Well, I mean, is exercise? He, is she just like driving behind him and like making him go faster upon pain of getting runned over by a car? I don't it's so weird, right? Like it doesn't really make any sense. It feels it feels like either it was horribly thought through or that there is a l- much longer version of this that somehow starts when they're at home and like he has a shortcut that this is uh, this is all just me like retconning trying it. so hard but to like make it fit. i guess here's the story they they have a game that they play for sex or other regular non-sex reasons Un- unclear 
but they leave their house and he takes the bike and goes like on a much shorter but maybe like um like a more direct route but then she takes the car but then the car loses to the bike that doesn't seem like a good commercial for lexus is there a chance that is a 30 second commercial is there a chance that there's a longer version where this is fleshed out that's what i'm wondering um i'm looking for this on the fly now which never makes for good um for well, good if anyone has ever seen a longer yeah. version of this or has a or has or has an elaborate theory as to why what game they're playing here please uh you know call it in or email it to us or okay. something okay i think we're about to have our answer here here's okay. a 45 second version one and we missed all of the backstory. Okay. So here's I knew what, there had to be a backstory. And I'm just scrubbing through here, so I could be wrong about this. But I think that this commercial begins with, and I can I can already tell just from the visuals. So we see our main character, this guy, right? But he's at home, and it looks like it's either like late at night or early in the morning. And he's on his um his stationary bike. But you know, it's the 2020s, Vive. So it's one of those where he's got a trainer on the TV in sure. front of him and the, the trainer is like yelling at him. And I think I can tell from the, the, it's the trainer who yells, do you want some more during this like intense, what do you call it? Peloton. Peloton. Peloton thing. And then we it cuts to him actually being on the road. And now his wife or partner or friend or whoever sees him and she's, when she says, do you want some more? She's imitating okay. the trainer in the video. I so, still don't understand how this is an ad for a car, but at least the story makes some mm, amount of sense Let's now. see if I'm right. If the trainer doesn't yell, do you want some more, then I'm out. <laughs> okay, there you go. So it begins with him on a Peloton and the trainer is yelling at him. So that makes so much more sense. I mean, it's not a good commercial, but at least her, her, just her randomly line makes more because sense. she's yeah. saying it in a voice. Yeah. Like she's saying it in a okay. Do you want some more? Do you want it? We need a hustle. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah, you don't need fresh air. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Okay, so that's weird at the end he says you don't need fresh air, so it's almost like dunking on being indoors on a stationary bike right. and now it's like, "Oh, he gets this look on his face like, yeah, what am I doing indoors? And now he's on a mountain road and he's riding his bike, you know, on this road. Now here comes the car. The car automatically Dude, stops. Do you want some more? Wait till you see me on the downhill. <laughs> see you at home. Real luxury, real confidence. Enjoy advanced safety at the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event. I mean, I'm still baffled. Still baffled, but at least that line makes yeah, more sense. But I'm going to need a lot more backstory. She doesn't have aphasia. She doesn't have an aphasia. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. I've seen this next commercial, and I'm wondering what you think the broken premise is. I just think it's hilarious, and the premise to me is so funny. I'm going to read the description to you that was on iSpot, and then we can watch it. And it's not a very long one. I think it might be 15 seconds. And it's very quick, the thing that I think is so weird and funny. But this is the description. Listerine claims that their Total Care mouthwash, paired with brushing teeth, can provide more protection when compared to brushing teeth alone. So instead of receiving the cute protection of a small toddler, you can receive the protection given from an angry horde prepared for battle. What? First of all, given by, not given from. That's a small point, but I wanted to... The whole thing's a Michigas. The... Instead of receiving the cute protection of a small toddler, this reads like a Mad Lib. <laughs> it was the, 
The cute protection of a small toddler. You can receive the protection given from an angry horde prepared for battle. So this is the one where we see a woman, I think, brushing her. There's somebody in the family is brushing their teeth in front of a mirror, right? Yeah. And then, and, yeah, it's just one woman. And then suddenly she takes the Listerine and she becomes her whole family. We see her her husband and her kid kind yes. of saying like kind and it's of all the... it's all very cute and like bright colors and stylized and I in a way that I like and then in a total change of tone and style it says something like take your protection from this which is they show a small toddler in a knight's helmet with a sword which does not seem to be one of the members of her which family is totally random and then we cut to like a medieval scene it looks like it's right out of Monty Python. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of it's, knights it's in armor. It's as if they just like stapled together like they bought that footage. Three somewhere. pieces of random footage. Um and I also don't That's think that weird. like that anyone thinks of a horde of dirty medieval uh like knights of the cru- you know crusading knights as being something that they want to associate with teeth brushing or yeah. or a, a form of protection for your enamel. Yeah, and it, you're right. Like, I, I've seen this just in the background before, and I never really analyzed it, but you're right. What the hell is it? Let's take a listen to this. Listerine Total Care protects better than brushing alone, with six benefits in one, from cavity prevention to strengthening teeth. So instead of protection like this, you get protection like this. Listerine what? Total Care. It just doesn't make any sense. I will say changing the color of Listerine from a like a kind of brownish piss yellow yeah. to purple was a big move. They've done a blue one already and a yeah, green and one. And a green but one. I actually pur- have the, the green The purple stuff, one looks pretty good. Yeah, I drink that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I just thought that one was funny. Instead of receiving the cute protection of a small toddler, you can receive the protection given from an angry horde prepared for battle. That the- is a sentence that makes zero sense. This next one makes me angry too. What this the hell one, is going I, on here? This one has County been, Fair. This like, one's what been on, is in heavy on? rotation because I've been seeing it a lot uh-huh. and again I'm like how is this an ad for a car first of all and secondly are these adults just absolute flaming idiots? So the premise here is and for some reason it says mile 1623 so I guess that's I don't know how far they've been traveling. This is for a Hyundai Palisade. It's for Hyundai Palisade. Hyundai. Um, and uh, maybe this is one of those things where throughout the campaign, they'll just kind of show you various random maybe. miles and be like, hey, this is this marks this, I don't know, like Milestone. ring in the trunk yeah. of the tree sure. of the car. Let's assume that's the case because it's not really that important what mile they're on. You have a family in this SUV. They're getting ready to go to the fair, like the, like the county fair. And the parents are all excited. And they're sitting in the front seat. Their son is in the backpack. So it's he's like in the a, way back. He's in the way back. And he says something snarky. And he mutters under his breath, like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. He's like, and they're all, of course, all the kids are glued to their screens. Um, and the, the dad pull, uses some some feature of the car to, like, Sent to say something like on them over the intercom yeah, they, to the this, back I of think the car. It's the a one car. thing that stuck with me is I think that these these goddamn SUVs are so big now that you have your brat <laughs> in the way back, and then the brat you need an intercom m- system. Like mutters something under his breath, so the dad then pushes something I guess on the steering wheel and says like, "What was that, kiddo?" or something, and it's like a little intercom to talk to the back of the car. Unreal. And I guarantee you, I've seen these types of cars around. Whoever's driving this thing cannot park it in one parking spot either. 
either because no. these things are too big for the city that we live in. But they don't care. They'll just park it in two or three spots. And but that's I'm all, not a big fan of SUVs. Yeah, I know. But that's all prelude to this family going to what looks like an actually pretty fun county fair. I mean, like pretty standard mm-hmm. issue, but you know, uh, House of Mirrors, rides, fair yeah. food, all this kind of stuff. And then they proceed to have like, just like, just deliberately seem to have like the worst possible time. Like they walk up to a fair food vendor and the mom goes, do you have anything healthy? And the guy like laughs at her as he should. Yeah. Why did you go to the fair? Why don't you go camping if or you want to be healthy? Or bring some Cheerios and apple slices. Or bring some Cheerios and apple slices. And then they like, they they win a bunch of things at like a, you know, they win a bunch of stuffed animals from the... Uh, from a game, they go in the House of Mirrors. A but bunch- like the, the 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 teddy bear falls apart yeah. at the end because the it's parents- cheap. Like yeah, we know that. And then they they get like frustrated in the Hall of Mirrors because they can't get out. It's like that's just to have some fun. Just have just some relax. fun. Like you were the ones who are excited about going to the fair, and then the kids at the end are like, who were so too cool for school at the start, are like, that was fun. Can we go back? And the parents are like, Ugh. oh, thank God it's not for another year. Like. Do you understand what fares are? This is, and also, what happened? Also, why is this about your car? And all, yeah, and also, why? What happened that changed the boy's mind? He doesn't seem to be having a good time at the fair no. either. Let's take a listen. To it. Nothing like the hometown charm of a county fair. So charming. Oh, you say so. What was that? Nothing. Wow. Next. Do you have anything that's healthy? <laughs> They're not having fun on a ride. They're stuck in a maze. That was actually fun. When can we go back? We have to wait a whole year, darn it. When it comes to comfort, we're thinking of every mile. The new Hyundai Palisade. It's your journey. They spend almost no time in the car. They have what objectively seems like a very fun day at the fair. And then they're just sourpusses about it. Yeah. That I don't like that family. Yeah. I don't like that car. I don't like that family. I don't like that car. <laughs> I don't like that commercial. <laughs> All right. Hey, Veeves, I kind of uh, forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, but I actually have some commercials in the news. Commercials in the news. All right, Veeves, I was reading my Hot Pod weekly newsletter today. Do you know what Hot Pod is? I don't. It is a, um, it's like a, publication that follows the news of the podcasting world oh. started by a guy named Nick a while back but now it's like published by Verge I think it's it's a kind of a I think it keeps on getting acquired and bigger and bigger and I and I like it um and somebody named Jake was writing in the hot pod newsletter today which is this is very to the side of podcasting I think but this person just wanted to kind of explore this concept that apparently Panera which I was calling Panera bread and I thought oh I'll bet you that's outdated right but their website still says Panera bread okay so well that's a bold move in a in a gluten-free world yeah especially because like you know Kentucky Fried Chicken becomes KFC which again is to eliminate the fried part right. and also just to like everything is sleeker these days and uh, apparently still in some circles still called Panera Bread but uh, apparently Panera is creating some um, sonic branding we've talked a lot about sonic branding on the show it's something that I think a lot about like you hear that T-Mobile ringtone and you immediately know it's T-Mobile right. the HBO sound Netflix right yeah McDonald's ba 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 
apparently Jake at Hot Pod uh, was a little bit like kind of unfamiliar with it. I'm going to quote here. Panera wants to be recognized solely through sound. So it partnered with a sonic branding agency in quotes like there's something about Jake is like very unfamiliar with this idea of sonic branding, right. which seems very. But again, we talk more about marketing. He covers podcasting, whatever, um, to develop a quick jingle to accompany its brand name at the end of radio or podcast spots. There's a level to which this sounds a little over the top to me. I mean, they say the name Panero in ads. We know what's being advertised, but I have to admit that this type of advertising does work. I can tell you exactly. Yeah, this what... is a little bit babe in the woods. It is, Jake. yeah. Um, but uh, I can tell you exactly what the McDonald's jingle sounds like, and so I'd probably recognize it even if I didn't pay attention to everything else in the ad. Yeah, Jake, you got there. That's kind of the idea of Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Branding. I'm not trying to dunk. I actually I, I like Jake's writing a lot, but it was sort of like, oh, you're really new to this idea. Um, but anyway, um, this is Jake, and also I think also quoting some other sources here. This the three second Sonic logo, the new Sonic logo for Panera is half instrumental played by a trumpet, an alto sax, and a baritone sax, and then half vocals. There's a one-second version, a six-second version, and a long-form version that clocks in at just under a minute, which Panera might use for situations like walk-up music for their CEO <laughs> at events. So uh, I really wanted to find those um, isolated versions. I'd love to rattle them, uh, rattle through them with you, but unfortunately... The only one that seems out there right now is um, at the end of a commercial for something that they call charged lemonade because my lemonade wasn't charged enough. Um, What's it charged with, like caffeine or something? I think they're going to explain that here. This is a quickie commercial, 15 seconds, but um, we can find out what – you can even see a close-up of the cup here. says Panera bread they're not they're not losing the bread thing even though they're advertising uh, a, a lemonade i was almost gonna i wonder if they're trying to maybe like say it's got some nutrients maybe like a, a smoothie or something you're not just drinking lemonade you're getting something more from it but mm-hmm. anyway take a listen to this and then pay attention to the uh the sonic branding at the end this is a charged lemonade from panera and it's a force of nature a delicious boost of plant-based caffeine from guarana and ah. green coffee extract Enjoy these and more when you join Panera's Unlimited Sip Club. So it was the, those horns right. and then the ooh, which I like. Uh, I guess I was wrong. It's not about nutrients. It's about it's charged because it's an energy drink, of course. Um, which let me just go back to that, the the ending of it again. I, I like the Sonic branding, and I think that, like, I really, not that I care, I don't care what Panera Bread does, but uh, to the degree that I care, I hope they stick with it because I do think a shorty like that, yeah. if you're doing that but you year after year it after has... year and commit, people will hear, but no, that's the McDonald's one. Whatever the horns were and then the ooh, I think it can work. These and more when you join Panera's Unlimited Sip Club. But a da da yeah yeah okay i like it good job it's reasonable panera i i i have to say it doesn't jump out at me as something that i love although it also doesn't jump out at me as something that i hate but i think that's the thing about sonic branding the first yeah hundred times you hear it it's nothing yeah and then it's an identity then at some point you just can hear it yeah isolated from any context and you'll know it's panera here's the thing that stood out to me as i was kind of poking around i didn't mean to bring this into the show today at first but then i was just like kind of doing more thinking about it okay new sonic brand for panera hope to see it out there people can listen for it but then i'm like what about your regular logo panera has one of the worst logos and fonts of any 
like they are really stuck in the past with it. I don't know when it's changed, but it's stuck to like kind of how I remember it going back 20 years. It really now. just looks like a dumb font. It's like, like olive a dumb Microsoft green. font. It's like olive green. And then it's like a it's like a kind of a swirly logo. Of it looks like maybe a woman holding a bread, but it's just like it's uh, it's like very it's very minimalistic. And it reminds me of something like if you. Maybe if you opened a, a hair cuttery in a small town or something and you're a little bit new agey. Yeah. And it's like there's a very 90s quality to it. And yeah. and what was that brand where like was it Life is Good or something with like the stick figures? Yeah. Maybe a little maybe a little bit like that. And then the Panera font is just terrible. And also if I I mean if they are going to hire me to consult I would consider losing the bread. Like you're so much more than a bread bowl company the, also now. Also the lady cradling the bread loaf is really making my gestalt feel bad. Um, I don't don't feel bad gestalt it's I'm already it's already in trouble because the Kia new Kia logo is like really messing with me I really hate it and the Panera bread logo I don't like to look at it for too long you know what I okay I forget what I said about it being like a a hair cuttery logo it reminds me of like if you were opening up a a doula a doula service in a small town sort of it's like got very like kind of like Big mother, but only for ladies that are pregnant with bread. Energy, yes, exactly. Only pregnant with bread, which I've been before, by the way. So I'm not even. I've had a lot of bread babies. I won't lie. (laughs) I'm not even. So I might go to that doula. All right, let's check in with the ad council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. This first email comes from listener Nick. I'm sorry, um, listener Jake at Hot Pod. It says, how <laughs> dare you? No. I'll have you know I was playing a naive character <laughs> who didn't know about Sonic branding. No, I um, wanted to share this. A couple of people wrote in about this, including our friend Hauser. I see this is from Hauser. Hi, I know Hauser. Hauser listened to this I know. show. I'm always both flattered and, and mortified. mortified when I find out someone I know in real life listens to this show. Um, so Hauser says, hey, friends, you were talking about your uh, Coke versus Pepsi stuff last week. And we were talking about the Michael Jackson, the very famous Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial that came out in 1985. It's like a 90 seconds long, which was yeah. very long, especially back then. And honestly, it was a great ad. It was a great ad. You see like a town full of um, people that are like dressed like Michael Jackson, but some are like kind of young adults and then some are like children, right? Yeah. And one of the children is um, dressed like in the classic Michael Jackson. The kid was maybe like, what, 11-ish about, or something? 10 that, or 11-ish. Yeah. And he's got the red leather jacket. He's got the sparkly socks on. He's got the one sparkly glove on, like that, that era Michael Jackson. And then Michael Jackson does appear in the ad and it's kind of like a dance showdown between like the more, the older Michael Jacksons versus is the younger Michael Jackson, right. right? But a couple of people pointed this out. As Hauser says, I was reminded while listening to that that the kid in the red jacket is Alfonso Ribeiro. Carlton. Carlton from The Fresh Prince, uh, which at that time I think he was in Silver Spoons, right. which I forgot with about Ri- that. With Ricky too. Schroeder, yeah. But I think I looked up to this. Might have even been pre Silver Spoons or maybe just concurrent. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, anyway, I loved that spot as a kid, and I'm sure I was endlessly, insufferably trying to replicate his moves in my socks on our 
hardwood floors. Yeah. I can picture it. Uh, our our friend Hauser has a has a flair for um, theatrics. I could t- totally see that. I yes. Um, I, I would. I wish there was. See if there's any video of that. Hauser. Yes. Ask your parents, Hauser. Um. So I'm not going to play the commercial again because it's mostly just a a reworking of the song Billy Jean, only singing about soda pop instead. Um. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I. Uh, I guess in a sort of haze, invited <laughs> listeners to um, send in their commercial pitches in the voice of Mitch Hedberg. Now, I had to go refresh my memory on oh, what we should Mitch, listen to some. Yeah, Mitch let's Hedberg, listen to yeah. some Mitch Hedberg. There's lots of greatest, greatest hits of Mitch Hedberg. I have to confess, you said I stayed silent last week, um, but you know, silence is violence, and I know that. Uh, when you said everybody knows what Mitch Hedberg sounds like, he's got such a distinctive style. I thought to myself, I certainly have heard the name Mitch Hedberg, and I'm even familiar with some of his like more classic one-liners that everybody mm-hmm. kind of knows. But I really wasn't familiar with his stand-up. He he was just maybe a little bit before my time, or just whatever reason is a is a cultural blind spot for me. I will say, I think he was very big at the time that you and I, long before we knew each other as kids, were both watching a lot of those. Well, you'd um, think I would have a stronger memory like the of him then. Early to mid nineties, just like constantly just, in those like VH one. I guess and I just Comedy anytime Mitch Hedberg came on, I changed the channel to whatever Rosie O'Donnell was doing. <laughs> well, he's like a tall, lanky guy. He sadly, sadly died way too early very of a drug sad. overdose, and he you know, and he was a lifetime lifelong drug user. Yeah, and you you know, so he's kind of got this like he's got long shoulder length hair very lanky almost like kind of Kurt Cobain-y sort Mm -hmm. of in his presentation um and like really really deadpan I loved this joke as a kid my guess is this is his most famous joke although maybe it's just because it's the one that you know brought me to him this is one that I the S the escalator the escalator joke take a listen I like an escalator man because the escalator can never break it can only become stairs There would there would never be an escalator temporarily out of order sign. Only an escalator temporarily stairs. <laughs> Actually, you can see on the set there on the stage the uh, the old Comedy Central logo. So this was yeah. whatever is Comedy Central. I think I cut him off. Does he have more to this joke? <laughs> Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a little that's that's Mitch Hedberg style. Thanks for the reminder that for those unfamiliar views, we should play a little bit of that. So um, we had one listener take the bait on this challenge. Can you sell me a product um, or imitate a commercial line in the style of Mitch Hedberg? And Lauren in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, filled our inbox with various takes. Here are some of them here. Um, and I, I told you I was going to listen to these live on the show, but I couldn't help myself. I went. You probably heard me chortling in here as I was listening <laughs> to Lauren's work. Uh, take a listen. So this is Lauren doing Mitch Hedberg selling uh, Jif peanut butter. Hey, choosy mom. Do you like Jif too? Yes, as do I. It is smooth and creamy and the perfect accompaniment to jelly. And get away from me, choosy mom. I ain't got shit to say to you. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I don't think that's something that he says. It's just his style. There's a bunch of those. I, I went and I looked. This lo- is amazing. <laughs> I went and I looked up we some are, of the This show, we are not great, but we are a conduit for greatness. <laughs> I will say that. Here's an Allstate commercial. This one is one of my favorites. Hey, are you in good hands? Nope. 
Well, that's completely unacceptable. <laughs> how about how about my pillow? This is a commercial for my pillow, which doesn't make much sense because I already own it, which means that you can't. Okay. <laughs> this is incredible. This is so good, isn't it? Oh my god! All right, here's Olive Garden. We're getting two more here. Here's Olive Garden. You say at Olive Garden when you hear your family, and that makes sense. Because my cousin thinks he's entitled to all my breadsticks, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, and my here, God. I think... I th- I'm going to die. <laughs> you I am going to die. This is incredible. <laughs> okay, this one, I, this is very, very short, but I think it's my favorite. Take a listen to this. This is Mitch Hedberg selling tricks, the cereal. You silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Or hookers. <laughs> Thank you so Lauren, much for that. Lauren. <laughs> oh my god. I somebody needs to do something with that beyond it have it be on this dumb show. No, but she's just she has embodied the spirit of Mitch Hedberg so flawlessly. I can't silly rabbit tricks it for kids or hookers. <laughs> you can sell anything. Wow, that is Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. That was saving the show today. Um, I almost hesitate to tell anyone else to ever call in again, but I will not. (laughs) I won't hesitate. I will tell you. It only gets better, but you have to live up to that. uh, You don't have to live up to that. Just call in, have a reaction. Uh, If you if it inspires something in you, if you have uh, something to say, call us at six zero seven four 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 five five nine seven. Uh, or email us at after these messages show at gmail. And we also have a Facebook group. Did you mention that already? I didn't, but please come visit it. Yeah, come <laughs> come visit our Facebook. Visit our Facebook. Look for after these messages. Did show. I tell you? Oh, were you at? Were you? Yeah, we were at our block party last mm-hmm. week uh, for like America's Big Night Out or whatever it's yeah. called. And um, one of our neighbors that we're just getting to know, she said, um, she she. Her grandpa told her that he saw her on the oh, internet. Oh, yeah. And then she opened his computer and it was just, he had Facebook open. Yeah, or she had taught him how yeah, to use Facebook. Right. And then now he's like, I saw you on the internet. I saw you on and the he's internet. He's so excited about and, that. And the great thing about it is that it's both hilarious, but also he's not wrong. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just very excited to see his granddaughter on the internet. And we're excited to see you on the internet. Look for After These Messages show. Uh, it's a group on Facebook. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week they all like well he's you too proud i'm like you would be too if you had the juice now